0: If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. You just found the world's number one fitness, health, and entertainment podcast. This is Mind Pump. Right, in today's episode, we answered some fitness and health questions that were asked by our audience. Uh, but the way we opened the episode was in the intro portion. This is where we talk about current events. We bring up scientific studies and we even mention our sponsors. Science! So here's what went down in today's episode. We opened up by talking about the fitness industry stats from 2020. Just how badly did the fitness industry get hurt? In particular, the gym industry uh, in 2020. Kind of crazy. Took a massive black eye. Then we talked about how MindBody just bought uh, ClassPass. So this is an interesting merger. Uh, I talked about the proud moment I had with my parents. Uh, I talked about my... Bedtime drink regimen that I incorporated with Justin, Adam, and Doug. You're such a sweetheart. I brought them Organifi gold juice in almond milk, nice and warm and frothy, right before bed to improve everybody's sleep. By the way, they're doing a limited edition gold chocolate launch only for Mind Pump listeners. How cool is that? Go check it out. Head over to Organifi.com forward slash Mind Pump and check this Gold chocolate out. By the way, Organifi's Gold is great for inflammation, great for relaxation, tastes incredible in milk or almond milk. That's why I take it before bed. Then we talked about Justin, uh, his story with kettlebells at Gold's Gym. This is a story he's never told us before, (laughs) which is kind of weird. I
1: shocked them a little on this one.
0: Then I talked about uh, the sculpted vegan Kim Constable. Love her. She's really cool. Go check her out on Instagram. Then I talked about a study uh, co- correlating or connecting animal protein to more muscle in women. I gave an update on the Resistance Tra- Training Revolution book. Um, we talked about Demi Lovato, the smartest human on earth. Great idea. Then we talked about Joe Rogan's interview with Sanjay Gupta. And then we talked about how Viori got a $400 million investment to go aggressive. By the way, uh, they are one of our, our partners. If you want to go check them out, head over to VioriClothing.com. V-U-O-R-I clothing.com forward slash mind pump. And you'll get 20% off your first order. Then we got to the question. So here's the first one. This person wanted to know if fasted cardio really makes a difference for fat loss. The next question, this person wants to know if you've ever taken anabolic steroids in the past, if it has any permanent effects on muscle growth. The next question, this person wants to know if adding bands or chains to their weights will make a difference. And then the last question, this person wants to know if getting a pump really does help your muscles build. Also, all month long, we took MAPS Anabolic and combined it with the No BS six-pack formula, took them both, put them in a bundle, and discounted the price heavily. So you can get both right now for $59.99. It saves you a ton of money. It's over $100 savings. Go check it out. Head over to MAPSOctober.com. Once again, MAPSOctober.com.
2: T-shirt time! And it's T-shirt time! Oh,
1: shit, Doug. You know it's my
3: favorite
2: time of the week. Oh, no. Sad. Real hard right there. Sad Adam is back. Sad'em. <laughs> Sad, Sad'em, yeah. We have five winners for Apple Podcasts and four for Facebook. So we've had a lot of reviews this past week. Uh, the Apple Podcast winners are Amanda, AK Free, i3 Lakem, The K-Rod, and Adman 33 and L Hamilton 1313 and for Facebook we have John Ramos, Mike Fleming, James Aikens and Taylor Evans. All of you are winners. Send the name I just read to iTunes at mindpumpmedia.com, include your shirt size and your shipping address and we'll get that shirt right out to you.
3: I read an article this morning about uh, the fitness industry this the in 2020. Do you know that it lost Twenty billion dollars. Holy! Wait, now what are
0: they Ooh. counting in that?
3: Uh, the gym, gym closures and everything. Was like it that.
0: mostly gym or was it like the
3: whole industry? That's where most of the loss came from. Of course, but you. I mean, they were counting the whole entire in, uh, industry. But it mostly is the gyms that that um, make up that number. You
0: know, now you want to know what's funny about that? So, first of all, that's not funny. That's crazy. That's terrible. And yeah, most of that. Crazy. Now, I'm I'm going to be honest. I think you still would have had losses. I don't think they would have been nearly as big if they weren't forced. But here's what's crazy about that. Along with that was a doubling of the speed of increase of childhood obesity and obesity among adults. Right. So wow. fitness industry loses 20 billion and people's people get fatter faster than ever before. Well, you could also probably
3: connect the rise in anxiety and depression too because that went through the roof. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: What, so and now, are they directly connected? Yeah, I think so. I think yeah, there's a direct so. connection there. Yeah, know? I mean, I definitely it's think there was
3: obviously... Uh, You know, anxiety and depression around, I'm sure uh, COVID caused a lot of that. I'm sure the loss of jobs or not able to go to work and socialize caused that too. But there's definitely a big piece of like the not allowing people to exercise that has to kind of play into that. Well,
0: we just did the episode on exercise's effects on anxiety and and depression according to peer-reviewed clinical study, not just our experience, and it's profound. It's as effective or maybe even more in the long-term for mild to moderate anxiety and depression. So now imagine this, right, for, as, as medication. So now imagine this. You have prescription medication, which, again, studies show that exercise to be as effective for the mild to moderate you know, forms of anxiety and depression. Imagine if we took away everyone's anxiety and depression medication during the whole period of time. Right. Then people for sure would say, of course there's a rise in anxiety and depression. But when you take away exercise, they don't make that that connection, but it, it's a, it's a big one. Yeah. yeah. It's a really big one. Now,
3: what do you guys think about like during a time like that, where it's just lost 20 billion, a company like, did you see what happened with mind body? Did you guys see what they no. just, they, okay. So mind body just acquired, um, class pass. It's like a like a five hundred million
1: dollar. I didn't know that was still around. Right? <coughs> is that yeah. the one so you where you jump into different so, gyms? Yeah. yeah,
3: I mean it's they're they're comparing it to uh, Facebook buying Instagram as far as how they work together, right? So MindBody mm. is like the booking for studios and stuff like that, and then ClassPass is like the subscription service. So they're both software but they both complement each other. Oh, I see. And so it's just... It, the idea is that you can book classes and subscription all in one now by MindBody purchasing ClassPass.
0: Now, I, I wonder if... Now, they bought it during the pandemic?
3: Yeah, they bought... I mean, they just they just acquired it. But they both... I mean, I, I don't know what... Class, that's a good... I get where you're going right now. I wonder if ClassPass... Uh, was hurting i don't i don't know if yeah, like were. if they bought it on sale yeah, yeah. i don't know if they you were know what I'm saying? hurting right now and during this time or not i wonder if it's
0: a good time cuz we know we have uh, friends that are uh like industry leaders right in gym business and they're they were doubling down mm-hmm. during that period because obviously you're going to have Reduce competition yeah. later on. More Last demand. man
1: standing. I mean, it's kind of one of those things. Like whatever gyms are left are going to be the go to gyms. Well, so, I, I mean, wonder I, ta- a- I, I talked to Brendan all
3: the time. I mean, they're still he's still
1: aggressively buying.
3: That's what I mean. Yeah. I wonder <laughs> if it's a better time to buy because everything's so cheap. Well, I mean, there's when there's blood on the street, right? Yeah. That's yeah. Right. So I mean, I, that's what I imagine. What this company is banking on, right? I imagine what Mind Body is banking on is the surge, right? The, that eventually you know, Delta starts to slow down. Hopefully, uh, things start to normalize a little bit. And then when that happens, we're going to see this massive... It's very similar to what everyone's saying is going to happen in the economy. I mean, they, there's this idea that is crazy of, uh, you know, we've been running for, what, nine years now that we're still going to... We haven't even seen the crazy surge or the greed yet. So, yeah. you know, the theory is that this next year, if things start... if So long as things calm down with Delta, I mean, Delta getting worse or another variant coming, it could make, yeah. change everything. But so long as things continue to improve and more people get vaccinated, the Delta variant starts to get go down. It and, is on
0: its way down. Yeah.
3: yeah so According if it's to. on its way down, more people vaccinated. If we don't see another crazy variant that starts to scare everybody again, everybody is saying that we're going to see a massive surge well, in the economy. Well,
0: before the Great Depression and before the 2008 2008- crash, everything was on a super hot run. Remember, before the Great Depression was the Roaring Mm Twenties, and before 2008, which we were all old enough to remember everything was on fire things were crushing besides a small blip in 2001 after september 11th it was this crazy run yeah so not to I well don't
1: to. i mean you did see a, an insane surge of uh, equipment sales and obviously that's because of just
3: it's still like that by the way too yeah like
1: i was curious to, if there's any statistics on that just because you know uh you know we even work with partners that are just you know we know they have to be killing it right now because everybody needs that at their house and they don't have access to a gym. I mean, it's just-
3: Well, it might be the same thing that's going on in the car industry where they might be a little handcuffed too. Yeah. Like as far as getting them- In terms of distribution. Yeah, distribution, getting it made. So it might be like the- best and worst case scenario at once right it's like you got all this demand but then you can't supply everybody because you're supply keep generating chains. it Dude, yeah. uh, w- how w- frustrating with that uh, be? oh yeah. when, when, <laughs> totally. when we were
0: when we were talking to our friend Jason who obviously he he manages you know big dealerships in California here and he's talking about how so many dealerships have so few cars on the lot yeah. because of the the crunch the supply yeah. crunch yeah. and that some places you go on the lot and there's almost nothing and then, if you want to get a new car, you have to order it, and then you got to wait six months or a year to get it. Yeah. So that's why the used car market is exploded. I, my cousins, my cousin bought a car, and like four years ago, sold it, and he was used when he bought it. So, or three years ago, bought it three years ago, used, sold it recently for a little more than he bought it for three years ago. Yeah.
3: Because the, because the people are well, I think Justin, a, didn't you shop your, your yeah all around?
1: Yeah, we're shopping Courtney's car around because uh, we're thinking about maybe upgrading, and it was like. We could get... It was five thousand dollars more than what we actually paid for it uh, a year, initially a year ago, right? So I was like, "This is crazy." It's almost a no brainer. That you know? doesn't happen with cars. No, cars always lose. It's value. all new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the only downfall of that is now you is left
0: that, without a car. Yeah,
3: you sell that. It's now it's hard for you to find a car. So part of the reason why exactly. you can get that much for it is because there's not like uh, you know, especially when you have a car like a nice Denali like that. There's not a lot of those running around for sale right now. Yeah. So yeah, you can get this premium price for it. You sell it now. You now you got to go find a car that you you want to. Replace Place that and good luck finding the car you want, especially if you think you're going to upgrade, you know, People start writing right. horses again, yeah. <laughs> that's just, just going to the, happen. the yeah. watch market. Same thing. It's crazy. What's happening on, on that side, oh, the luxury watch market. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, so I was reading this article. I wish I remember the name. I'll, I'll have to look it up and circle back to you guys, but, um, I sent it over to Doug this morning and it talked about two brands. Of course two of the brands that I didn't uh buy stock in but you guys remember I I don't know if you guys bought the stock I did I bought stock Oh in, I remember that. Yeah, the luxury brand. That was that, a
0: company that would deliver luxury Yeah,
3: they were just an online and there's a and there's a lot of people moving in that market now and the article talked about two of the leaders in the space and neither of the two were the one I bought stock in unfortunately. So uh,
0: is the 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 one you buy stock in is it doing better?
3: I haven't even gone on my thing to look at since I just read that article this morning and I didn't get get into my portfolio. Yeah, no, I'll look. I mean, I'm sure it's not crazy, but uh, I hope it's up a little Mm -hmm. bit. But it wasn't one of the two that I just read in the article that are booming. But it's and it's crazy. What's cool is that like so the car cars are trying to build more to to make up the demand. Houses are trying to build more to make up for demand. But like the luxury watches, like like Rolex and and Patek Philippe and stuff, they they won't make any more. Like they make a certain amount per year, and it doesn't matter if they of uh, uh, the where the economy's at, up or down, or people buying or more. It's like limited supply. They lim- they limit it always. That's they've done that with that brand forever, which is part of the reason why it holds its value so much right now.
0: Did you know that with diamonds that they do that with diamonds? They've done that for years. Like there's a few people that own. The diamond mines, and they they restrict the production of diamonds on purpose Mm -hmm. to keep the prices high on those. At least that's what I've read. But Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, pretty well. Gangster stuff like all (laughs) the time. Yeah, speaking of cars, I I, uh, I gave my my. Car to my dad uh, over the weekend. Oh yeah. wow, you, look know, at you. what I'll, a good son.
3: I'll tell you what, dude. Um, Making Justin and I look bad. I know.
1: <laughs>
3: well, you know what? It's, yeah. uh, Hopefully, my mom yeah. doesn't hear this. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck. Only, says only, <laughs> Sal got his dad a car. What's up? I paid up? for his movie <laughs> ticket. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Only only kids that recently. Only kids yeah. that yeah. love
0: their parents do yeah. that. You know, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, you know what it is? Is that as a kid, I remember daydreaming about this, where I, where one day, except my parents. You guys know the story, right? My parents were. Poor immigrants. My dad, he didn't even go to school. I think he went to third grade or second grade because he was so poor. Worked seven days a week for as long as I can remember as a kid. Always was at dinner with the family. All, you know, Always made time for us. My mom working hard. When I was a kid, she would she would split napkins in half to save money. And going out to dinner was McDonald's. That was a big deal when I was real little. But they were able to provide a, a middle-class life for their themselves and their four kids through just being this way. And I remember as a kid thinking... Like, daydream, like, ah oh, man, one day I hope I could, like, do something nice for my parents just to, you know, just to, to do something for them. So anyway, I I did that, gave it to my dad, and he was so happy and so proud. And he says, you know, this was, you know, I came to this country and, and you know, to to, to give you guys a better opportunity. And now that you guys, you know, and he's referring to me and my siblings because my sister's done similar stuff, right, and my, my other brother, too. And he goes now that now I feel he's like I'm so proud that my kids you know do this for me. All of
3: all of them, right? Every one of you guys have done really well, right?
0: Uh, pretty well. I mean, my my other sister, she does okay. Uh, but you know, working class family, but they do you know pretty good. My my youngest sister, she got with Zoom early on, and so she had stock in it. My brother's an investment banker, and he yeah. he does he does really well. He does a good job at, and you know, everybody's hardworking and honest and. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it was so nice to hear my mom starts crying and you know, she's talking about how – because my mom came here when she was four and her dad – she was telling the story to Jessica about her My her dad came here. It was even worse for him because it was even before my dad came here. He would work as a custodian and would work two or three times during the day and would wake up my mom and her brother at 4 o'clock in the morning on Mondays before school to come with them to help them clean movie theaters. And then he would drop them off at school afterwards. And she's like crying and talking about all this and how proud they are. and It, was, oh. you know, it
1: makes me feel really good. Yeah, you know? oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Old, you, did you do like a, a whole Oprah reveal with it? Like, did you get him <laughs> yeah, like yeah, in the... Like, okay, the, can you drive my car back I'm, for me? Oh, by at, the way, it's yours now. I'm not good at that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you guys know me, dude. I get excited and then I got to tell you, you know... Right yeah, away. like right away. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. but, yeah, but he
1: was really happy. And no, my dad, awesome, I'll dude. tell you
0: what, just so you guys get an idea. My dad, the car that he currently drives has 240,000 miles on it. Now, it runs great because he takes care of that car like it's a child. Like, yeah. every little thing is taken care of. How many years it. has he had it? <sighs> I can't even... Uh, Do you God, know what year it is? Uh-uh. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. He's it's, had it for a long time, obviously. It, he's got two cars. One's 240,000 miles. This one's 220,000 miles. And he takes care yeah. of them like. we wonder crazy. where you get it from.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when, hey, you had that Jetta until what? Just last year, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. I, it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. I think it's it's still good. We're gonna do a music video
0: thats <laughs> hey That's always my dad. Why do you get rid of it? It's still good. You know? That's always what he says. It still works. Dude. It's pretty funny. Why aren't anyway. you a
3: sweetheart? You were a sweetheart while we were up in Truckee the whole time, too, a little nice guy. You must be feeling all soft and fuzzy. And Was that? Was that really? <laughs> yeah, you made us. You made us our little uh, Organifi drinks every that's night. Right. Came I out, do do yeah. shit like that. Out oh. after dinner and like frothed up the milk for us and said it hey, yeah. gave each one of yeah. us. I thought that was really sweet yeah, of you. Was, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Trying to get you guys very, very homely, buttered yeah. up. Yeah,
0: no, I, I come on. I always do shit like that. Yeah. You guys know that. No, but, that. but the what'd you guys think of the the, the Organifi Gold Juice in that the way? I'm oh
3: yeah, it? no, I love that, dude. Yeah, it's, uh, you've been drinking it very consistently. I sleep better. Yeah,
1: I sleep way better. I just I forget to do that, so it's nice, you know. Like it, it's one of those things. Uh, it, I wish I was like more regular about doing that because it just totally calms you down and gets you ready you know for the end of the night. Yeah,
0: so what I do with Jessica is sometimes in the morning I'll I'll make her cuz she drinks coffee black, but sometimes she'll have an additional coffee later. So I I did it with coffee, almond milk and the organify pumpkin spice. Oh. Incredible. Really? Really coffee? good. Yes. Mm. So oh, coffee, almond milk and then so it's like, so it's a, like a Starbucks latte. drink. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. And oh. she loved it. And then because of the gold juice is relaxing with the caffeine she said she felt really, like, really calm oh, and, and energized at the same time. I'll yeah. have to
3: try. So what do you What do you put the organic – do you put it straight in the coffee, or did you put it in cream and froth it and then add it so to I the first coffee? Warm like, how did you do that?
0: I first warm up the uh, almond milk, so I get that hot. Yeah. And then I add the, the gold juice, and I use the little frother thing. Yeah. Then I pour the coffee and mix it, and then there no. you go. And it's all set up. Ooh, that's yeah, that's it's really – and if you put it on ice, it's amazing too. Yeah. So if you could do it that way, and then you huh. can – it on ice it's super good i'll have to try that anyway
1: i was doing my story the other day uh, i was gonna tell you guys like um well somebody asked me about like when i first learned how to use a kettlebell and like when that happened and i was like reflecting back and i i did do like a a workshop um in san jose and it was kind of led by the rkc oh you did the pavel yeah so so here's the kind of funny part is i was in gold's gym and so you know gold's gym is just very like you know, uh, bodybuilder focus. Like Mm -hmm. there's like serious dudes in there that are just huge and jacked and whatnot. And so I was kind of one of the first trainers to to bring in the kettlebell. And so, uh, I was in there and just kind of practicing and whatnot. And it was, I was just like doing my thing. I was like trying to work on the skills that I'd, I'd worked on in the workshop and swinging. And, uh, it was like, I, I, I compare it to this. Like, say you're you're dribbling or you're working on drills or whatever, and all of a sudden, like Michael Jordan walks right behind you. Whoa. Yeah. So it was like Pavel was right behind me when I was like working on my- Wait, Pavel, Pavel? Pavel. Yeah. Really? At Gold's? At Gold's. What? He was at Gold's. He was in town. You've never I have told us no this idea. story before? Man, I know. I just, you are, <laughs> I wonder you how are many... the
3: worst storyteller. <laughs> I'm telling the story right it's now. It's terrible. How I've could you not for, tell the story? I've known
0: you for seven years. We've done thousands of hours of podcasting. And Bro, that's no, your- <laughs> You forgot it? All the kettlebells? <laughs> I was saving it for this moment, guys. It of relevant. I wonder how many crazy things this guy's not told us.
3: You've known Adam for half a Dude, you just compared it to Michael comp- Jordan. like That'd be like me talking yeah. about, like I was playing hoop
0: at the,
1: hey, hoop hey. At the Maybe park. Maybe you guys should and, ask me more questions. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Know you, know you. Michael Jordan was there playing <laughs> with me. I got, got to me. say. I'm just, hey. you know, I'm all coming out yeah, with it hey, now. If
0: it was me, I would have told you 15 times by now. If it been a story, I would have <laughs> yeah, repeated yeah. it. All-
1: anyway, I want to hear about this. Yeah, so what dude, happened? So I, well, I was like, you know, what this was like, this, really in This insecure? gold right here? It was off Burnell. The Brunell one. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. So he was in town for some um, I don't know event I think, and uh, so (laughs) I I I was like too embarrassed to talk to him, dude, because it was like, and he totally was like watching me and looking at me over and. Uh, cause I was the only guy in there with kettlebells, you know? And so I kind of looked at him and was like, Hey, and then I like walked away real quick, you know, I was just like super <laughs> embarrassed, <nervous>. dude. <laughs> which <laughs> just sucks. Cause like, I should just talk to him and been like, Hey man, like I'm just learning and uh, I love these. And you know, it was like a long, uh, how many years it was like over like 12 years or something. Yeah. Like. yeah.
0: Wow. That's, that's like, it's like the story of like, you know, you're young and a, a girl, a hot girl says something to you and then you leave and then for the rest of your life, I should have said something. Yeah. Like, like I, I wish I like, would have yeah.
1: talked to him, you know? <laughs> so that's probably why I didn't bring it up because it was like i guess I was, that makes sense well it was kind of embarrassed well
0: you i mean you have really good form and technique with kettlebells were you good then or was that were you no i was terrible
1: that's why i was like
2: he <laughs> <laughs> must have just been
1: looking at me like oh god now that uh, I, americans I, are hope terrible he, at this. I hope he didn't yeah. go through my certification You <laughs> 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 should get
0: certified that's what he's he thinking. must have
1: been on the competitor <laughs> you know uh, workshop
0: i remember when that all hit the scene it went it was from and went from nothing to all of a sudden, you saw them all over the place. But yeah. I remember when it hit the scene, it was like nobody had ever seen them before. What the hell are these things? Yeah. How do they work? So this this must have been more than 12 years ago,
3: right? I, I was about right. Because you were at the Golds. You left me by that time, which mm-hmm. we go back 15 years. And so I would say 12 or 13. Yeah. Now, that was an expensive certification. It yeah, was really 1500 bucks, 1500 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. why I never did it. I remember I wanted to do it. It was I was a manager already, which it didn't benefit me to get any more. You got certs. yoga certified instead. <laughs> hey, you, you did, a, different, didn't that's you? a different story. That's
2: true. <laughs> he did. did. <laughs> I had this idea. Right,
3: I have a gymnastic
1: certification. Wait, I had this so. idea
3: when I was when I was running boot camps. Um, you know, I had a, I had a bunch of boot camps all over the. I just picture
1: you doing yoga right well, now. Well, the
3: <laughs> reason
0: why <laughs> this is my
1: favorite right now.
3: Oh, I started to I I, I quickly recognized my demographic that I was attracting. So I attracted a lot of uh, soccer moms. You know, middle aged women that were wanting to stay in shape. Yeah, truly. And, yeah. You know, they were they weren't looking to compete or do anything crazy. They didn't need to lose tons of weight. They just want to stay fit. You mm. know, Adam's his wheelhouse. Yeah, and so <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought you know uh, they, and they had they love the boot camp you no. know class i thought man a a good half of these women would pay for me to come to their house with my little basket uh, and my little mat and then take them through a private session so i went and did the certification. makes so much sense though i never did it though because uh i don't remember what happened business-wise something so like that that business i was like kind of moving on from it i had already like you know farmed it out to somebody else to kind of manage and do and I was already on. I think it was that was during the transition of the marijuana. Hey, it reminds time. me I, of
0: a, what was that? Mo- was it Couples Retreat where the dude comes out and he's wearing the speedo? <laughs> like totally. And they doing the stretches. pushing.
1: That would have been. You know, and you know what?
3: It was also right when I was starting to get with Katrina, and so I think this this bit of like guilt was thinking when I was single, it was like a brilliant idea. I was like, oh yeah, hell yeah, I'll go do it's that.
1: Right. Show like fishing a barrel.
3: Show up in my little booty shorts and my oil and my fucking mat and stuff like that, and go charge two hundred dollars an hour to go do it. Yo- lied about the it. Yoga wow. Honey, how was
0: your yoga today? Oh, uh, it was great. Yeah. She yeah. taught us good stuff
3: today. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. what's her name? Yeah. Uh, what's your name so that's her actually, party? it was probably, maybe now I think back, it was more related, or maybe the combination of transitioning to another business that was probably doing even more, uh, making more money for me, and then also probably starting to date and wow. get serious with Katrina. I probably thought, yeah, this is probably not the best thing. Wow.
0: I, I actually, I toyed with the idea of doing Chinese medicine certification, but I never actually went through it. Oh, really? No, yeah. because it's like seven years long.
3: <laughs> oh, is it really? That long? Yeah, dude. Oh, I didn't know. I'm that. like, that's oh, intense. you know, I'm like, maybe
0: I'll do like a year and learn or whatever. And I there was this. What's the school over here? Five branches, I think it's called. Uh, really good school for acupuncture, Chinese medicine, and it's like it's a legit, like it's a big deal. Yeah, so I looked that, through it. I'm and it's like, been interesting. Uh, yeah, that's I how I do anything for that. That's long.
3: how I feel about. I mean, I talked about this, so I'm sure. And I get DMs all the time of people asking me, "Hey, did you get your real estate license?" And fuck, no, I didn't. But let me tell you, I was definitely cocky about that. I was like, oh, yeah, we could could build this company and do this and do that. And on the side, I'll get my real estate license. Like, (laughs) little did I know, like, it's like learning the law. (laughs) So it was just intense. So many regulations. Oh, yeah, it was so intense. And then I still was kind of pushing through and trying to chip away as much as I could. But you know, it got to a point where, like, obviously, the things that we do here are far more important, mm-hmm. and that that isn't going to benefit me that much financially. Like, there's not, there's nothing that uh, being having our my real estate license right now would benefit us vi- financially. Really, It'd be, it would be nice to have, and it would be a cool yeah, fallback you, plan. And
0: also, to your credit, um, you know you you dive you dive really deep into stuff you're into, and you're constantly researching and reading, and you've partnered with people who. I mean, people don't know this, but Adam is mostly responsible for our, our side investments. He manages all that. And uh, you are I mean, you're obviously very good at it. So although you don't have the license, you you know your shit. Really. Well, that, that was kind of know. fine
1: so, people to team yes, up with it. Yes.
3: Yes. Yeah. Well, and that was kind of what made me like... I was like, okay... Uh, it's not going to accelerate that anymore for us. And it was like uh, the amount of time that it would take for me to do that and what it would take Better spent
0: doing Yeah, so,
3: <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely, anybody that has it, man, I, I have a lot more respect. I actually, honestly, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. I really thought it was going to be like, I mean, it reminded me of like, uh, probably one of the hardest certifications that I did was the corrective exercise specialist. Like that one was- I did that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was pretty extensive. You know,
0: I did that one and never took the test. Oh, really? Yeah, I did all the course and everything, and then I went and opened up my own studio. And when you own your own business, it does not matter? Yeah, you don't. Cares? You make the same amount like, yeah. when you work
1: for a gym. They pay you Dude, more. Dude, I've done that so many times. They yeah. just go through the course, and I don't care. Well, about for me, it's the about the knowledge.
3: Yeah. And
0: I, but I, it was really. I mean, the NASM uh, CES is legit. Yeah. It yeah. is really in depth.
3: Oh, it was. It was. It was the hardest. It was the hardest test that I actually had to take, and it was probably one of the last ones because, like you guys, I did the same thing. Um, once you got into the management role. Um, I didn't get paid anymore. So I've probably yeah. been through 30 certifications or so. I had eight. Mm-hmm. So I only actually took mm-hmm. like eight tests because once you get to a point where I didn't get any money from it, it was like, okay, why pay, go pay. I I had the connection. So as a manager, they would always give me, let me in the classes for free. Yep. Kind of like what we even get here, right? So all the, the courses that have come mm-hmm. through here, they let us sit in for free. But I actually don't pay to get the certification because no. I don't really oh, care.
0: I know what course I took once that was really weird, that was really hard for me. And yeah. I got a Series 6 oh, and, series, and a 63 license. This is when I did – I was
3: a premier banker for a second. Right? I imagine that's a lot of, like, law and regulations and shit, right? Now,
0: it's not a Series 7, which is another level, right? But Series 6 and 63 – for someone who had no experience whatsoever, it was like learning Chinese. It was
3: a totally well, that's what the real estate one was like for me. I it's was a new language, I was, mm-hmm. it, and it, that's what it reminded me of the corrective exercise specialist stuff. Was like the I needed to dedicate, I had, I think I got the the um like glossary or index cards, and I think <laughs> I want to say there was 800 mm-hmm. terms and definitions that I needed to like memorize and yeah. learn that I did were all unfamiliar. So it's not like I like had some sort of a background like i mean we have all of us have like anatomy and physiology background so even the hardest national certs aren't that bad cuz you have some sort of a foundational base there right but with real estate like the terms were like almost all foreign oh
0: that's what it was like and the way that i studied for it and this is the sometimes with tests that don't that aren't good is that you could study for the test which is essentially what i did and mm. i t- i had all these courses that would teach you to how to take the test and I would memorize things and do it over and over again. And I did, I passed my first time. Mm. But uh, ask me about that stuff now. I don't remember.
1: I, I don't remember a damn thing. <laughs> I know. It was not. like when I was going for my astrology degree. Shut up. And then, no,
3: what? I, I'm just kidding. I was <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Another story? Is I, <laughs> I
0: was just really... Well, no, no, in, hey, you, hey, can you can get away with that science. shit all the time, though. So, just like an Aquarius. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> Total Aquarius moment the, right there.
1: Moment <laughs> anyway,
0: I wanted to tell you guys that uh, over the weekend, or... Actually, over the weekend, over the week, last week, I interviewed with um, the Sculpted Vegan. Are you?
3: Do you guys know who this is? Oh, you told us that you were doing that. How was that? So yeah, Kim, how was
0: that? her name is Kim Constable, and she's uh, she's based out of Ireland. You did that while we were up in Truckee, didn't I did. you? Yeah. So she's based out of Ireland. She's a vegan, you know, fitness expert. But I love her because the way she presents her information, she's not like this dogmatic zealot. Very open, mm. um, soup. She's totally our flavor, right? She, she's like she could be brash and abrasive, but funny, really cares about the people she works with. Anyway, I had a great conversation with her. She mm. looks amazing, of course, fit the whole deal, but she's got a great presentation. Her podcast is doing well. I loved hearing about her success. So, where is she I'll based be, out of again? What'd you say, Ireland? Ireland. Belfast. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah. Uh, and she does
3: a great job. How did you get linked up? How did that even happen?
0: So, Michaela Peterson, oh. obviously who knows us, is good friends with her. Wait, now, here's what's funny about that: Michaela Peterson's carnivore diet. <laughs> I this
3: know person. that's why I'm wondering. I'm like, how's that? You know what? Though that just shows you how. That's why we like them. They're not dogmatic about Correct. it. Correct. Right. Yeah. It's it's like Correct. yes, that's they follow that diet, but it, that doesn't mean that like I don't understand why you would follow Correct. the opposite. Correct. Right? But so. I had a
0: great conversation with her. I'm going to be on her podcast, which will probably air in a, I don't know a week or two. And she was energetic
1: and everything. She's just
0: great, great it's personality. Too oh, too too Stupid. <laughs> I get what you're trying to say. Here. Actually, speaking right of which, yeah. speaking of which, there was a study that came out that showed that women who eat animal protein have more muscle mass than women who don't. So this big study where they were looking at and, and doing you know doing lots of controls and stuff. Yeah. You know, and eating animal protein is associated with more muscle mass. Uh, in women, according to this particular study?
3: Well, I mean, based off our experience, I would guess that's obvious because most of them under eat it. I mean, that was the most common thing that I noticed with all my female clients is rarely ever did I get a female client assess the diet and go, hey, your protein intake's fine. Yeah. almost every single one of them I had to say. And it's increase. easier to get with animal. Well, it's easier to get, and it's a better source. You've mm-hmm. already talked about this before, and it, that's where that really matters. If you're under-eating protein, the quality is even more important. Yes. So I imagine that's why that study would point that. Yes, yeah.
0: and I got this huge, actually, this huge, because it was posted in a group that I follow on Facebook. And there's, because I follow, you guys know I follow these groups, and I this, this is how I filter my studies. It's really cool. They do the work for me, basically. But I went on there, and I commented, and it was a... It was a neuroscience group, believe it or not. And the reason why that one was posted was there was another study that showed that uh, depression and anxiety was correlated with a vegan diet as well. So we got into this huge debate and nobody in there is really a fitness or nutrition expert. A lot of them are kind of you know, neuroscience students or scientists. And I said, well, I said, this is, due, this is likely due to the fact that it just requires more planning when you're a vegan because- mm-hmm. It's easier to hit nutrient deficiencies. You can't just wing it. No, like if you just ate state, like if you just ate meat, you would get most essential nutrients. By the way, this is not ideal. There's a difference between ideal and essential. Essential just means you're not going to die of a nutrient deficiency. Beef alone provides you with pretty much every single essential nutrient that you need. There is no vegetable source of anything that does that. Now that doesn't mean you can't eat a vegan diet and be healthy and. And all that. Stuff. Of course, you can. Mm-hmm. It just requires a little bit more planning. And so I wrote that in there. Oh my gosh, the the, the fire people. Oh, you know, v, uh, it's standard American diet, super unhealthy. And I'm like, I'm not comparing it to the standard American uh, yeah. diet. Like anything's better than that. Yeah. And I was trying yeah, to explain another monster. I was trying to explain, but it's these people were just. And I said, listen, here's the deal. You can be very healthy with a vegan diet, but you do have to pay more attention to. Making sure you get all of your essential nutrients because you're not going to get them from one source. You have yeah. to get them from multiple sources. Right. And you just have to be a little bit more planned. If you're just a vegan and you just avoid animal sources of food and then you don't pay attention to anything else, your chances of nutrient deficiency are, mm-hmm. are higher. That's just a fact. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily, again, mean it's bad. So we got in this whole thing about this whole discussion. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, so the protein one was pretty yeah, you know, pretty interesting with all of that. Hey,
3: I wanted to ask you, um, what's going on with uh, Resistance Training Revolution? I haven't got oh, an update on that in a while. Have you talked to your agent lately? Like, I did. How, how are the sales going? So I was... the
0: last update I got was from June.
3: Oh shit! Well, that's July.
0: August. So I should be getting another update
3: soon. Is it? Is it every quarter? Is that what it is? So you... I, th- I think so. And I uh. can
0: request like more like uh, loose updates. Yeah. But as of June, and I th- I forgot when we launched it. Do you got, do you remember the month? That April. We-
2: Oh, so April, May... I think so, it's uh, every six months you get a report.
0: Okay. So we launched it in within three months, I guess, then, right? That's so do you... three,
2: Doug. No, well, yeah, because it launched in April, but I think it's a semi-annual report. Oh,
0: oh I see. So That's why we haven't
2: want... received one for this third quarter. So we'll
0: get another one at the end of the year? Yes, I believe
2: oh, okay. so. Uh, okay. Okay.
3: So Damn, that's not very often getting updated on it. Are? I think, yeah. no,
0: I can actually request and then they'll tell me like three. Yeah. Cause I'd like to, this know, is a full cause, report. Cause
3: the report you have right now is literally down. the 50%. Per- yeah. But you're at the halfway point that mm-hmm. report we've you've done double the time. So whatever you tell me right now, I mean, I'm going to hear, but I mean, it's not you. Yeah, Hopefully so I, we've done more than that.
0: Yeah. So within three, three months, almost 15,000 units, which I guess I, I don't know <clears throat> if that's great or bad in book world. But they seem to be pretty, I have no idea. The I don't know what to compare world. it to. Book world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Welcome. That's like my fantasy plan. Can Could you do
3: the, the, the reading rainbow, reading the more rainbow. you know thing right there? <laughs> What's, book world. Reading hey,
1: rainbow. Hey,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: this room is fun, right? reading time. Book world. Uh, no, um, so 15,000 units in a, in a few months. They're pretty pleased, I guess. They said it's very consistent. So consistent sales every
3: Do you check like reviews and stuff like that? Do
0: you pay Yeah, they're, really, they're overwhelmingly good. And you know- Part of me is like, oh, that's great. And then the other part of me knows how like amazing our fans are. And I feel like our fans will go there and I could literally write anything and they'd say, <laughs> you know, which, which is cool, but also, I don't know. And I'm also a little self-critical, so I don't know. It's a rising revolution. But we'll see what happens. I guess that's all right. They were, they were saying it was pretty good, but like I said, I don't I know. I
3: think that's pretty good. Uh, I mean, you know who'd be a person to ask is Mike to see, because he's uh, He's done several books now Mike in our space. Mike is... Can be a dick. So <laughs> what? Yeah, what do you mean I've never what? heard you, you know say that? that about Mike. Yes, he can. Dude. <laughs> no, I. Mike what? is a shrewd businessman. That's why I love him.
0: I don't mean
1: this in him it, like. And I, uh, him and I do this. I like, love Mike as a boy. That's what you have to. I, you have to call him out.
0: I love Mike. A hundred percent. One of my favorite people, and some of the people I love the most can also be dicks, and he. <laughs> He's a dick, so I'll, I'm sure I'll bring that up, and he'll say some shit like, "Well, you know,
1: you know, you made a real good try. Not bad. It's
0: yeah. your first book. You've never written anything. So yeah. I guess
3: okay. if You're comparing it to
0: people that fail. You're doing really I mean, good. I was number one for like uh, <laughs> ten years. Exactly. Books. So, yeah. you know, well,
3: he's so, he's sold like a million or something he crazy. Crushes. Yeah, yeah. He's all. really good at what he does, dude. Yeah.
0: I I could never match his level. of And the guy sits in there and just crushes and writes great content. Well,
3: he's a he's an online marketer first, fitness guy. Guy second yeah right mm-hmm. i mean that's one of the things that was fascinating when we first met him was uh but i was always i was really impressed with his fitness no, fitness knowledge with his little experience in the fitness it's, space it, that, that just had.
0: goes to show you how intelligent the man is yeah yeah, he's, smart. he's extremely intelligent guy yeah, yeah. so probably one of the smartest people uh, you know i've ever met yeah anyway speaking of smart people uh did you read that quote from demi lovato I <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did not
3: tell me. Oh man. She it, said we should I don't know if I've ever she heard She said we smart. should stop
0: referring to uh aliens ex- extraterrestrials. So well, like,
1: well, you want to She wants you to call them extraterrestrials, not aliens because that's offensive.
0: Yeah. Really? Aliens is offensive. So when we're talking about Hey, hold on. When we're talking about space <laughs> visitors from other planets, we should not refer to them as aliens because that's a offensive term. Right. This is literally from her mouth.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't. That's important, though.
3: Yeah, it's like well, is is that is that stemming from there's this rumor going that we might find that uh, the if we do find life somewhere else, there's a possibility that could be a human species. That's what. Where did you read this? I somebody (laughs) get you guys all excited? What? Yeah, I was somebody tagged me on on a post and somebody had like this kind of like you know real uh, I don't know uh, dark goth looking like human esque. Oh, that's from
0: uh, what's that movie? Mothman? No, dude. Oh. What's that movie? It was from Alien. It was like another.
3: Oh, Prometheus.
0: Yes, the guy Prometheus. Yeah, remember how the story was that he looked like humanoid. Yeah, yeah. That I saw that. That's the picture. Uh, okay. The yeah, picture. Uh, yeah. I
3: I got tagged on it like yesterday, and so I thought maybe that was, there's was a connection there. So maybe there's this rumor now that we might find humans, and so she's being proactive to be like, listen, we should stop calling them aliens and be. Little more politically correct. Listen, about Demi them. Lovato.
0: If aliens come here,
1: <laughs> they're not gonna, something.
0: They're not going to read, you know, social media and be like, "This girl is going to be our leader.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we're going to put her in charge of the, of the world." I don't know, dude. Yeah. She uh, said this cool thing about us. I don't know, bro. Trump was president. She says right. all the right <laughs> things. You know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> I guarantee, when you were watching The Apprentice ten years ago, bro. you would have never guessed that dude would be what running if you're the country. dating longer. a girl like
1: that? she just starts
3: saying, like, "Who was she crazy with? Like like she? A... Who was she with? Just was her last like famous boyfriend or?"
0: girlfriend i know she's like non she's all the non-stuff (laughs) non-binary well she
3: was dating a guy last wasn't she she is human yeah i don't (laughs) kind
0: of maybe
3: not. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah.
0: The voice, oh, really? The, the voice just... Look, look it up, Doug. You follow
3: people and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, I sure do. Yeah,
0: you're yeah. big yeah. into that look stuff. Look up, who is... Who, yeah, Demi Lovato dated or whatever. <laughs> who did she date? I am by
1: robotic well,
0: he... well, speaking of that, uh, you know, Elon, how he broke up with Grimes or whatever. Yeah. Like, people... She's apparently saying she's getting harassed now by a bunch of people. and But mm. some of the stuff she says is fucking you know, weird, dude. You,
3: speaking of Elon, did, you guys brought up, uh, you know, a couple... I mean, a couple weeks ago how he... Tried Trolls, Bezos, all dude, the time. Dude, he's so great. Dude, you yeah. see that tweet? Yes. The, 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 he, where he put the little <laughs> silver the second metal. place. <laughs> 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 I'm fucking in <laughs> my chair, dude. I like him more now. I do too. It's funny. I do dude. too. I and you're weak sauce it, if you don't if like him. People don't find of that funny. That, that is funny, man. Yeah. Yeah. Did,
0: did you guys see the clip of the of Joe Rogan's podcast where he had Sanjay Gupta on from CNN?
3: Oh, I didn't see yeah. that.
0: No. He railed him. There was a period. Joe did. There was a there was a portion there. So remember how CNN, oh, how CNN, which like all these, did he news- roast
1: them for the the whole horse D yes. word thing? Yeah. So all yeah. these all these Man.
0: news networks are just propaganda machines. If you don't see that, then you you know take off your blind. I'm right? so mad I missed that. So CNN when 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 Joe Rogan got COVID, he took ivermectin, which was prescribed
3: yeah. from his doctor. Yeah, we all know this. He did the monocleal yeah, therapy. Yeah, we've ta- we've already talked okay. about this. So Sanjay giving him shit.
0: So no, so CNN said that what they said, and there were clips and he played it during the podcast, the show Sanjay. You know, he's like, and they're they're laughing at Joe Rogan, taking a horse dewormer, and it's so dangerous. And Rogan's like, You guys flat out lied. You lied. He goes, It was a prescription it was prescribed to me. It's human medicine. It's been used by billions of people. And he goes, How do you feel working yeah. for a network that lies like that? And Sanjay would skirt it and move around and he kept pinning him. No, no, no. How do you feel about that? How do you feel? And finally Sanjay said, well, I you know I don't know they probably shouldn't have said that or something like that. Anyway, uh, yeah, Sanjay went back on CNN and kind of you know went against Rogan again. Like what the fuck? Like, so so he, cowardly, dude. Come so on. dude, what they did with Rogan with those clips was so stupid. They obviously spinned it in a terrible, idiotic it's just way. The
1: misinformation machine. Out yes, there, man. dude.
0: And anyway, I love the fact that off. He, he had him on a show and he pinned him, and yeah. then he tried to deny it, and then he showed him the clip of them, you know, like lying yeah. with glee is essentially. Nobody, what he said. nobody
1: cares that he got better you <laughs> Right? Isn't that like an important fact? Yeah, yeah. I, know. I know. I mean, Who I think cares he would, about that.
3: I mean, it's hard to say though, right? With like, because uh, he's a fit guy. He's a fit and healthy guy. So he's, I mean, to, to say it was from the ivermectin, I think that's hard. He to also did it. monocleal. Yeah, he did. a That did, which is proven. He did everything. Yeah. You know, he did he did like the whole full protocol. But but this plus, is my
1: irritation though too. Like somebody finds out that, you know, okay, somebody was exposed or like, you know, somebody close to you has it. And the first thing they, they call everybody, else they don't find out if they're doing okay you know what i'm saying (laughs) oh like it's this this pandemonium of like who they were with and all this before they even find out well that's doing
3: okay uh, well that's how i when chappelle did that whole thing when he opened when he opened up the very beginning where he's like i felt Dirty. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Because that's why. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody's like, oh my God, did you see Adam last week? Because he had, he has, you know, <laughs> start calling a, everybody. Yeah. Who the, else did you see? It's like uh, an STD disease 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 Everybody trying to track yeah. it back.
0: <laughs> so, I was on the phone with him. You better get tested. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you guys see the uh, investment infusion
3: that Viore got?
1: Yes, I did. Oh my God.
3: 4000000000
0: billion. I'm so happy. No, No,
3: no, $4 billion dollar valuation. Valuation, valuation yes. $400 million. $4 billion, yeah. yeah soft bank dropped $400 on him. Four billion dollar valuation, dude. This is massive. You know, in it, dude. This, we so, missed. We missed investing in them by about eighteen months.
0: So check this out. So uh, Jim. So this is the. This is a Yahoo article, right? It says Viore sets aggressive expansion after four hundred million investment. And then in the beginning, it says when Jim Gold, the former chief of Neiman Marcus, predicted two years ago that Viore could be a one billion dollar bra- brand, a lot of eyes rolled. Not anymore. That's insane. Four. It's a four billion dollar valued company. We've been working with them now. How long? Four years. I think when we started with them, they were like one hundred fifty million or two hundred yeah, million valuations. That's insane growth. Yeah.
3: No, we, yeah. we'd all be rich if we would have freaking been in a different <laughs> right, situation like that. We didn't yeah. quite have the capital back then. Yeah, that come was on, four years ago. So. No, it's it's awesome to see. I mean, I love Joe. I mean, but we, and the the first when we started, you could tell that the the quality they were going to come after Lulu. I knew they were going to come after that market share, yep. and Lulu just didn't do as good of a job with men as Viore was. I think they it was it was brilliant. They literally. Did the uh, e-commerce thing, so they didn't. They didn't go way overhead with the the brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. They went after the underserved portion of the market in athleisure wear, the men. Okay, because everyone was going after women early on. Of course, on. good
0: quality, That's good right. Style, first one
3: to really offer it to men, and and, and then they went back door the 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 woman's side of the business, and they crushed on that also. Just the opposite of what Lou did. I think it was brilliant the way they did that, and. It's going to be really interesting to see how fast they scale. Has either one of you been to Santana Rose sent, sent, no, since then? Yes. Oh, since oh you then. have? Yes, I have. Yeah, is it busy? I mean, uh-huh. It, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a great store. Oh, it's a beautiful store. Yeah. It's yeah. a beautiful store. People are
0: always in there. It, I, we're, what we're literally talking about is going to be a, a mainstream American brand mm-hmm. here very soon. Yep. Oh, yeah. Like, very, very soon. If not already. People already know. A lot of people already know them now. Yeah. yeah. But it's great. It's great to see that, you know? It's nice to see that kind of growth, with uh, especially because we know the people who started it personally. Yeah, yeah really I feel like
3: people. I I ate a little bit of crow on the Gymshark talking shit back when way back when I remember I was talking shit about Gymshark like, I don't know, three, four years ago and they're I think they're worth even more. Wow. What's Doug? Look up a Gym valuation right now. I think they're they're that that kid blew that thing up. You dude. know what it is? It was like twenty five too. It's
0: because they used all the fitness influencers. No, he did. He and that did. just annoys. It everyone. was it just annoys. him. Th- I think that's well, why that catapulted him,
1: But yeah, that yeah, but that was kind of allowing my
3: my emotions to yeah. to to come in there. And right? I'm saying like I should have been more logical about it where it was going. But I was just like, oh, dirty, you know, <laughs> <laughs> multi level marketing bullshit. Because that's really what it, like, what it was. Was you go out there and you find a bunch of. Really popular people, and he hooked him up. Or and he did it. He was one of the first to do it on Instagram before. I mean, now everybody does that. Yeah. Uh, but when you're the first, and he, had, I mean, you well, wouldn't I mean, be able to do it that, and not right? have good quality stuff yeah. though. Like I, the people that I know that wear it, they like it, and they they talk they talk about it. They like it. That it's it's nice, but I'm like not that big of a fan.
2: Yeah, 1.3 billion, but this is a year old. Oh, I can't so see the oh, uh... so Viore
3: passed him. Well, <laughs> the years passed. <laughs> You were giving him I know. I don't feel so bad. (laughs) Again, you were giving him (laughs) props, and I, (laughs) I bet on the right horse. (laughs) My horse is winning. (laughs) What a dick! I thought they were higher. I mean, still kudos. That's impressive. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's a young kid. So kudos to you, but. You know, Viore was the better horse. Yeah. You know what I'm yes. saying? So, because I remember with, when I was debating Danny about it, like better looking product. Four I mean, years ago, when view. we were first starting to work with Viore, and he was like, "Oh, Gymshark Shark this, oh Gymshark Shark this," and I'm like, "Get out of here with that MLM bullshit brand! I don't want nothing to do with that." Like, <laughs> and then I was kept telling him what what Viore. I said, "You watch, you'll see what happens. Viore will be." But I actually didn't know that. I thought they were. That's still crushing. Yeah, yeah, still crushing. Oh, that's awesome.
0: Hey, real quick, I hope you're enjoying our podcast. Head over to drinkolipop.com forward slash mindpump. That's drinkolipop.com forward slash pump. They make sodas like the ones you drank when you were a kid that are healthy, low calorie, and actually made to improve gut health. I'm not making this up. No joke. It's healthy soda and it's in the flavors that you enjoyed as a child. So head over to drinkolipop.com forward slash pump and use the code mind pump with no space for 20% off your first order. All right. Enjoy the rest of the show.
2: First question is from Elena JB. Does fasted cardio really make a difference? I like this question. Yeah. Ooh. So
0: okay. So uh, for fat loss, no, doesn't make a difference. Um, now studies will show that when you do fasted cardio, that you utilize more fat for fuel while you do the cardio, and so when people saw that, they thought, "Oh, this is going to burn more body fat." It doesn't because at the end of the day, literally what matters is the calorie deficit and they've done lots of studies now on this and they show that you burn no additional or you lose no additional body fat doing cardio fasted versus doing it fed. Um, And some studies show that fed cardio, your performance is a little bit better. So I can even make the argument that in some cases, fed cardio is probably better. Now here's where fasted cardio might make a difference. You might get better at doing fasted cardio. So if you're wanting to improve your ability to perform while being in a fasted state, this might help you. Um, But no, aside from that, uh, there's no additional benefit. um, It's it's a
3: personal preference thing. It's not just that. I'll add more benefit to it. So uh, I like this question a lot because this is actually how I found Lane Norton um, like eight, nine years ago. So right when I uh, was starting to get in shape uh, after I'd fallen out of shape, Um, I was kind of looking for resources that uh, I thought in the space that were really good. Um, Came across this guy, Lane Norton, who I had no idea, who kind of specialized in competitors and people getting in competitive shape. And one of the things that he was debunking and talking shit about was fasted cardio. And um, I I was drawn into it because it was something that I utilized um, and I was doing already and uh, made complete sense and he does and if Lane's a great resource for this so somebody who's watching and wants to hear more of the science and as far as what's happening in the body that uh, to prove your point that you're talking about uh, he's great for that now that being said, even knowing that I continued that and the reason why I continued it was I had tremendous results from it not because there was something that was happening that was so special that because I was fasted was that, Never ever did I get up at 6 o'clock in the morning to do any sort of movement. In fact, if I was not getting up and doing my fasted cardio, I would sleep in. I would sleep in until 7 in the morning, shower, have breakfast, do my normal routine, train at noon or 1 like I always do. Uh, and that was my routine. I began to do fasted cardio, where I got up an extra hour early, go to the gym, walk. Wouldn't run or do anything crazy. Just walk for one hour, and then go about my day. Get my training session at twelve one. Had tremendous success from it, so but
0: behaviorally wise, right. you saw improvements. Yes, yeah.
3: and I think that's the part that you 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 still have to factor that in. Of course. And that, by the way, that's the why the bro science continues and mm-hmm. why you still see all these competitors do it now. They try and you know they don't
0: know that's why it works.
3: Yeah, right. They don't. I don't think they realize fat burning zone. Yeah, so I, I think they don't. They don't realize that. But the the this was the only time that I would get up an hour before I would ever go to bed was when I was disciplining myself to do this fasted cardio. Uh, Not to mention, um, normally my routine is get up and then have a breakfast. First thing I do is have breakfast. So instead of actually having breakfast, here I was in this depleted state with no, you know, not a lot of fuel at all because I hadn't eaten since seven o'clock the day before. And not only am I not eating, I'm actually trying to burn uh, without any calories. So the idea that, okay, my body is going to utilize fat versus me having a bunch of food in me and then utilizing glucose first. It was the theory and the idea of continuing that on and had tremendous success with it. And I still recommend it if you use it like that. But if you think you're doing something extra special, you're you're really not.
1: Well, this is where, again, to your point of, of bro science, like kind of perpetually kind of existing is because it's. It's uh, honing in on something that can become a habit and something like you're adding an extra amount of activity. Uh, and we all know as trainers, people that establish these in early morning time slots usually have the most longevity in terms of like establishing like new types of, of habits in the routine. So, you know, it, it makes sense that this could be an opportunity to now add, you know, more excess uh, activity that in accumulates uh, you know, your overall, uh, towards the end of the day. Yeah.
0: Easier. I think the behavior stuff is always important to consider, but all things being equal, if you're going to get the same activity as you would, if it was fast or not, doesn't make a difference. Um, now I, it's personal preference. Like I work out fasted every morning cause I feel better yeah. working out fasted. I know most people don't, most people need to have some food a couple hours before they train for, for maximum performance. I just like working out fasted. I, I, it feels better to me. But other than that, no, it's it's got no additional benefit all things being equal, but I think what Adam what you said is very important because oftentimes all things are not equal and one thing may work better for your behaviors than the other and that's where the benefit often comes from. And we think it's like some you know physiological magic that's happening, but it's not. It's the fact that you just you moved more or you yes. woke up early and moved more versus if you didn't.
3: I think this is it, this is similar to the bro science that would try and support the anabolic window. Also, mm-hmm. I think part of why people saw so much uh, success with doing things like that is the ritual of making sure you pound a protein shake as soon as you get done with your workout. Like you would never uh, have a meal in the locker room of a of a gym, but you know it's become so ritualized as, as the anabolic window that you have all these meatheads pounding shakes before they even leave the locker room. Now okay well, and then they swear by it helping them yeah. out well probably because it's, an, hit, extra
1: 30, 40 it's an extra protein.
3: 30 or 40 grams of protein and without that they may not right. hit their protein i
1: get it because you got to literally be intentional about that's it. right so it's a ritual and
3: so it. i found i even would catch myself doing the same thing too especially when i was bulking and trying to get five six thousand calories one of the things uh, i liked was if as soon as i finished working out if i slammed a shake by the time i got home showered i'd already be ready for another meal it was just another way for me to get more calories and more protein in saw tremendous value. It had nothing to do with the anabolic window. It was more about the behavior of me making sure I consistently get another 30 grams of protein as quick as I could.
2: Next question is from tehorita 11 If you've taken growth hormones or steroids in years past, do they still have an effect on your current muscle growth? Sure.
0: Yes and no. So mm. here's why, yes, right? So muscle memory is a very real thing. So what that means is, let's say it takes you a year. Of good consistent resistance training and diet to gain, let's say, 15 pounds of lean body mass, and then you lose it the following year. You'll gain it back in a month or two, right? So it takes you a year to gain it the first time, but to gain it back, it only took a couple months. This is well documented. So if you take anabolic steroids, you can build more muscle and move past certain genetic limits, and then you go off the steroids that muscle memory remains and you'll probably be able to build more muscle than if you never did those things in the first place. Now, here's why the no. So I said yes and no. Here's the no part. And studies now show this. Men who use anabolic steroids in their youth oftentimes have impacted natural testosterone levels throughout their entire lives. Uh, Oftentimes it shows up in their 40s. So they'll use anabolic steroids in their 20s and then they'll go back to being natural and it takes, you know, 3-4 months to get their body to to kind of regulate and go back and then their testosterone levels seem to be normal then they hit 40 and it's lower than it had been had they never done that. So they have the muscle memory but now they have the hormones working against them because now they have low testosterone. And there again there's studies that show this that anabolic hormone use results oftentimes in lowered natural testosterone use, excuse me, testosterone levels later in life. So muscle memory positive natural hormone net levels negative. And what you'll find is people who use anabolic steroids in their youth oftentimes have to go on hormone replacement therapy later on in their life. So it's not a, as easy as right. people think. I think it's a, it's, it's a bit of a trade-off. And if you add those two factors up, I, I guess the answer is it depends. It well, depends on which one's more effective. Wouldn't it
1: also factor like how much you were using back then and for how long and all that, depending on like how uh, severe it's going to impact you later yes. on with that scenario?
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, you know, if you use it for a year on and off, it's going to have more of a negative impact later on than if you did it just you know for three months. Um, so yeah, of course. But again, uh, it's funny because there was one study in particular where it showed even doing a single you know off, you know common cycle of let's say fourteen weeks or twelve weeks, uh, they they showed in the study to have an, a negative effect on testosterone hmm. levels later on in somebody. So, which one of those is more impactful on you? I, I think know. it's
3: more than that too. I think there's a negative psychological effect also. Um, you know, you take steroids for a couple of years consistently, or even a year consistently, and get used to what it feels like to train and eat yep. on those. And then you, that was one of the hardest things for me coming off of steroids would be the afterwards. But after I come off is not feeling as strong, not having as much energy, not being able to eat a little bit out of bounds on your diet and it still pack on muscle. And boy, that has a psychological effect. If you're uh, used to grabbing the 120-pound dumbbells and now you're only grabbing the 90s, it's harder to kind of get up for it in the morning to train like that uh, consistently. have great
0: workouts versus now my workouts are mediocre. Right.
3: So even though there might be some physiological benefits that are left over from it, there's Also, some negative psychological benefits from taking it before and then not having it that can be detrimental too. In
0: my experience, and again, all these things matter. I think people just look at one factor and think, yeah, it's gonna you're gonna have more muscle later because of muscle memory, and that's shown and all that stuff. But they don't consider all the other factors in the context. Look, in my experience, and I've known a lot of people, obviously, in the fitness space, and I've known a lot of people who've used anabolic steroids. In their youth uh, for you know, relatively long periods of time, the most muscular fit 40, 50-year-old people I know, if I had to compare the two categories of people who use steroids and went off versus people who were always natural, the natural people. The natural people tend to do better. I think it's because they develop better habits. They don't go through that period where they feel like crap uh, going off. Their testosterone hormone levels stay optimized. Uh, for much longer. The people who I know who used anabolic steroids in their youth and then went off and never had, never went back on hormone replacement therapy, they tend to not do so well. Now, there's also, of course, the category of guys who then go on hormone replacement therapy, which is a whole other conversation. So if you're listening to this or you're watching this and you're thinking, you know, I'm going to do it to get the muscle memory effects that way later I could rebuild the muscle. You are not considering the whole context of the of the effects it's going to have on your physical body and also on your psyche. Mm-hmm. And I think... If you're doing it once or twice or doing it for a year to give you better muscle later on, it's probably not going to work that way.
2: Next question is from Preacherman Joe. Are there any benefits in adding bands or chains on the big three or any other workouts? Or is it too much overtraining?
0: This is one of the most- I love doing that. It's one of the most effective ways to augment or change your training to produce- better results. One of the most effective by far. Now, does it cause more damage? Not really. Chains maybe. Chains can be pretty uh, you, you really get sore and it beats you up a little. Not bands though. I mean I put bands on a squat or on a deadlift or a bench and uh, it feels good. I don't feel like I overtrain. I, I, I see faster results. Strength athletes have been using bands and chains mm-hmm. forever. I know the Soviets used them way back and people just get Strong doing them, and now why? Why is it so? What's so different about it, right? I remember when I was younger and I saw people using chains. I thought, just put a weight on the bar. What's the difference? Why would you? Use? I thought they were just trying to look cool, right? Changes yeah. the strength curve. It does. I mean, when you lower a weight, the the links hit the ground, so the weight gets lighter as you get higher with your squat or whatever. The the links come off the ground, it gets heavier, and it matches your body's strength curve. the bottom of a squat, you're weaker than you are at the top. So, what if we had a weight that was heavier? at the top and lighter at the bottom which that's makes, what they do so
3: people know it it really changes that exercise because uh, traditionally uh, the squats the opposite yep. like it doesn't get harder as you get it gets it's the much, same the yeah time. it's the same actually gets easier as you get to the top and it's easier for you to lock out because the weight gets easier as as you get towards the end when you have the chains the opposite is happening so it really changes that exercise so that's how i i look at this is it's almost like hey if i've been doing squats for, let's say three or four weeks back loaded same same everything pretty much as far and similar load that's a nice way to kind of change it up it's almost like changing mm-hmm. the exercise and the same thing goes like as if you would cycle in and out of exercises is you wouldn't want to do chains and then never not do chains it's one of those things that you have that's a that's a tool and use it into your workouts intermittently, and then pull it out. And I think there's great benefits to it. Yeah,
1: I mean, in terms of treating these types of lifts like a skill, I think it's uh, one of those beneficial tools, especially when you start to naturally kind of find that limitation uh, load-wise. And, and to be able to introduce this and um, have that sort of bridge between, you know, that next leap uh, in terms of load... Um, it's, it's nice to be able to get uh, a bit more weight on the bar and be able to, um, you know, work through that or less weight and make it, um, you know, add that extra bit of resistance. So you have to kind of fight that extra bit. So uh, I think it's a nice kind of uh, intermediary type of uh, 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 a device and tool and, and something to include if you really are trying to progress forward in something that is your goal uh, especially if you're a strength af- athlete, of course, this is something to consider. Uh, but you're an average person. I mean, if you're just kind of hitting a wall, uh, and you need, you know, to try a new technique, I think this is definitely beneficial in that regard.
0: Yeah. So it's, it's one of my favorites. It's absolutely one of my favorites. And when I do it and I do it right, it's like, I get great results every time. So if, if you're still in your beginning stages of training, focus on technique and formula stuff. Once you get to mo- to your you know intermediate levels and you want to Test new things. Start with bands. Chains are much more complicated, require, and they do beat up the body a little more. And then watch how it feels. It feels good. It's one of the weird things about it. You put a band on a bench press mm-hmm. and you can feel and it you and what's that uh, what's it called that the thing that Mark Bell sells sells that goes over your arms and slingshots. Slingshots. So yeah. Slingshot's very similar. Yeah. You as you go down, the weight gets easier and as you go up it gets heavier. Very similar
2: to resistance bands. It's just a very convenient. Yeah,
1: same same kind of concept.
2: Mm-hmm. Next question is from Jungle Jerry. Does getting a pump do anything for hypertrophy or just make you feel bigger for a short period of time? Yeah, yeah there's, there's
0: two things to consider with the pump. One is think of the conditions that need to be present for you to get a really good pump, right? You're well hydrated. You're probably well fed, right? If you're in a really bad calorie deficit, your pumps tend to be gone, right? So you're well fed, well hydrated. You're not overtrained and you can connect to a muscle. It's hard to get a pump on a muscle that you have a terrible connection to. So when you get a good pump, it's also a good sign that, wow, I've got all those things. And that's, that means that uh, at least some of the context is in the right place for muscle growth to happen. Now, does the pump also add to muscle growth with, with, with that other, other stuff being said? Yeah, studies actually show that it's got some hypertrophy benefits through cell uh, swelling, which tends to signal muscle growth. Bodybuilders have known this forever. They've now, known isn't for that ba-
3: basically what's happening there? Is that your body is learning or adapting uh, to being able to fill with uh, fill the muscle with more fluid than it would before? Right. That's really the process of the sarcoplasmic hypertrophy. Well, is.
0: sarcoplasm sarcoplasm are all as all of the non muscle yeah. fiber structures and fluid within muscle, and training the pump theoretically improves or increases that because you improve capillary density. I
3: think of it like this. Like imagine like a water balloon and you always fill it up to exactly one cup, one cup, one cup, and it kind of expands and then you pour it mm-hmm. out. You spend. Whereas if now you force in two cups in there and it volumizes. the next time that you put that water in, it's it gets to that two cups a lot easier because you've taught it to stretch out. Yeah, there could point. be. There's
0: a little bit of muscle fascia stretching that'll yeah. happen with that also. Um, and also just you build more capillaries so you get more blood flow in the muscle. Um, there's also signals, uh, there's some studies that show that actually signals more
3: muscle growth. Don't, don't the cells actually volumize too? Yeah. So the cells actually grow and get bigger, which if they get bigger, they technically can hold more fluid, right? So that's kind of what's happening is you, you've trained it to expand more than you ever Mm -hmm. have before. And if you can expand the cells more, they can hold more, more, it's
0: not just that you're also increasing the amount of fluid that can go in there because more capillaries start to develop. You start to get more blood flow, more oxygen, more fluid. Through just your body uh, improving its ability to do it, also, yeah. and then you get the stretching effect and the cell s- swelling effect that also signals more muscle growth. Also, they show it in- increases uh, muscle protein synthesis. So it is now, if if you if you
3: live and die by the pump, you'll make a mistake because uh, that, that, yeah. that's where, now. I was going to add to that, like so. I was a chase the pump guy only forever, and one of the things that I drove me crazy is, man, I could get to a place where I could really air up. And look amazing in the gym but two hours later i feel like i would deflate almost like that water balloon got completely emptied and there i didn't feel like there was uh the permanent effects that you might get from hypertrophy training didn't seem to be as sustainable or visual when i wasn't pumped as when i was strength training we've talked about this before heavyweight yeah Yeah, like that was one of the big differences when i started training like five by fives and like really heavy really pushing the weight was I didn't quite get as much of a pump, but the muscle I did add or build seemed to still be there even when I wasn't pumped up. But when I was always chasing the pump and hypertrophy, I looked amazing in the gym, but then when I would air out, I would deflate back down to what I thought was like the normal size of me, and it didn't feel like as much of the gains stayed, if that makes sense. You
0: know, early strength athletes
1: didn't even, the, the pump was almost a nuisance. Because, I was just going to say, I mean, that's always been my experience. Yeah. yeah, it, Especially with a forearm, you know, in terms of grip uh, and getting a crazy forearm pump, it was mm-hmm. like a very detrimental effect that would happen uh, in terms of like if I would needed to... Kill your grip, huh? Yeah, to, to do anything. Uh, it, was, it was one of those things that I always considered a bad thing. And then, <laughs> you know, getting into the bodybuilding uh, side of training uh started to figure out oh wow that's actually you know what they're seeking out because it does give you that effect that man it it fills up your shirts you look your muscles look like they almost doubled in size um but uh i didn't really see the value of it until the combination of the two uh consistently with the hypertrophy and then the strength training together is like you you get that size focus, but also now the strength kind of helps to, to sustain. Yeah,
0: when I was a tra- when I trained clients, it was a great way for me to to teach clients how to connect the muscles. Yeah, and it was also a great sign that they were building a muscle they had poor connection to. Like, if I had a female client whose butt was really it was really hard for her to build her butt, and she couldn't feel it when she squatted, when she squatted or whatever, and, and we would do priming and we do all the muscles, you know, all the exercises for the glutes, and I would make her technique good, and after a couple months, all of a sudden she'd say. <gasps> I feel a pump in my butt. And then I knew it's going to build. We're connecting to it uh, and it's it's working well. But you know, I'll tell you, I had it like along the lines of what you said, Justin. I had a client once who hired me. He was a motocross racer. Mm. And he hired me because his forearms would get pumped while racing and mm. he would lose his grip. Yeah. And he literally said, I need to train. In a, I need a way to reduce the pump in my forearms. And I remember being so yeah. like, uh, I don't know what to do. Because usually I'm trying to get that. I mean know? I
3: imagine you you what just trained his work capacity, right? You're probably just yeah. having him hold hold So
1: that was my so I actually my experience was and this is kinda of hilarious, but it was playing guitar. So I would get on stage and I would like get so tense and i don't know if like you know the adrenaline and whatnot kind of added to that but like i would start playing and my forearm would just get so yeah. tight and pumped and like i could couldn't even keep playing to a certain <laughs> point cool. it's so uh, and i'd get so frustrated because it was like limited you know to the to the length of like how i could uh keep a really good continuous like uh, rhythm uh so i started doing a lot more farmer carries and i started doing all that yep. kind of stuff to elongate, uh, you know, that, uh, that ability. Yeah.
0: Lots of endurance work. Yeah. That's exactly what I did. Lots yeah. of endurance work. And then he got better with, you know, managing. I got into jitsu when I first started training, I'd grip the gi and just get so pumped that I'd lose my grip. And then eventually your body, you know, gets better and adapts, but it's a great way to sign and signal what's going on. There are specific phases of maps programs where you're training for this, like phase three of maps anabolic or maps aesthetic is focused on the pump, but phase one of both is strength. And you might get a pump, you might not, but we don't care. It's about getting stronger and building muscles through that. If you combine the two and train in phases, then you can really reap the benefits. But if you get stuck in one and you never utilize the other side... Uh, then you're you're definitely slowing down. That's your the progress. key
3: takeaway from this, I think, because that, that's what people get trapped in one or the other. Mm-hmm. You know, I was trapped in the and the hypertrophy one is really easy, especially for you know the person who's going to the gym to be more muscular, because when you're aired up, you look way different. And You want that, oh, yeah. yeah, and you want that. So you and you and it's like it's a I good can see, feeling, yeah, it is. It's a great feeling. You can see it immediately, right away. So you know you end up chasing that all the time thinking that that's you know going to help get you bigger and then you know if you've been doing that for 6 months consistently all the time your body's so adapted to that you're getting very little benefit to actually building any muscle and the best thing that person could do if they want to look bigger or be bigger is to switch out of the the pump training and go into strength training
0: yep look if you like our information head over to mindpumpfree.com and check out our guides they can help you burn body fat build muscle improve your health and your longevity and your mobility. Again, it's mindpumpfree.com. You can also find all of us on Instagram. So Justin is at mindpumpjustin, I'm at mindpumpsal, and Adam is at mindpumpadam.
2: Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com.